Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome back. We're here today with JC. Hey, Wendy. It's a pleasure to be back here. Thank you so much for the intro. How are you? Fantastic. I can't complain down here in Florida. Oh, I've got tons to complain about up in New York, but we'll save that for another (laughs) time. Hey, Wendy, we do actually have a very special guest today, don't we? Yes, we do. Hey, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's please welcome to the room, Nicole Griffin. Nicole, how are you today? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Oh, and I'm excited to be here. You're certainly more than welcome. If you could just uh, tell us and the listening audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. I'm a human resources consultant, uh, and I have experience working with fast growth startups, uh, small and mid-sized companies in a variety of different in- industries. And I'm a generalist so over the years, so I've worked with all facets and functions of human resources. Unbelievable. Wendy, we do have a resident expert who's probably um just about as experienced as you, if not more. I don't know. This could be a battle of HR yeah. mindsets here today. It's, it's interesting. Like Nicole and I have worked on uh, cl- same clients together, and we ha- both have a lot of experience, but it's different experience. And so it's it's um, it's awesome. You know, I'll call her like, hey, this is in your wheelhouse, or she'll call me and say the same thing. And that's the great thing about, you know, the the community that I'm involved in is there's so many HR consultants, but we, we all know that we're not experts in everything. And we call the people who are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of our first topics here to kick things off, you know, growth, it happens really fast and hiring the right people is vital. It includes proper onboarding. So get hiring and onboard the right way. It's our first segment of the day. Our first podcast of the day, right there. Wendy over to you. Yeah, so I actually want to ask Nicole like a gazillion questions today. Um, I think both of us have similar with what similar experience with what we're going to talk about today. We want to talk about HR best practices for startups who are in fast growth um, and quickly on their way to becoming larger companies, which, you know, we haven't experienced this at all during the pandemic, right, Nicole? No, not at all. Yeah, it's it's really amazing to think about a lot of these companies in the first three to four years. They're just focusing on really building up their leadership team and getting their business up and running. And oftentimes uh, they're they're not fully thinking about engaging human resources, uh, having HR there from the start, like a, a consultant like yourself or, or me. Uh, and it's really critical to get that talent acquisition system up and running. So uh, I think the first one to two years, com- uh, HR is really going to be focused on getting that ta- talent acquisition up and running in a fast growth company. Uh, and there's a lot that goes into that. So if you think of it as Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where you really have to start with the basic human resource, human resources needs first, before you can really start working on the higher level learning and development type needs. 
We do have a few fast facts here from some recent research uh, that's been brought to the table. Big kudos going out to our production team on pulling this together, a.k.a. Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. According to McLean and Company, HR departments are spending the most time on talent acquisition. There's a 25% increase in 2022 compared to 2021. The average cost of a bad hire is up to 30% of the employee's first year earnings, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. And the result of a poor culture fit due to turnover, it could actually cost an organization between 50 to 60% of the person's annual salary. That's according to SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management. How does that make you, make you feel, Nicole, those statistics right there? Yeah, it's it. it we've seen this. Uh, the, the, what do they call it? The war on talent, or mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's it's becoming more and more competitive to engage and, and attract that top talent into your company. And I think talent acquisition keeps a lot of business owners up at night. Do we have the right people who fit our mission and our values and our culture? And if we're not hiring the right people, then you, you're going to have that constant turnover as well. So, yeah, talent acquisition, yeah. onboarding is also part of that. So capturing those newly excited employees as they come in and keeping them engaged, that's really critical to the success of an organization. Right. And, I, you know, I wanted to add, too, that it's like uh keeping the talent. We can't even find the talent. Never mind. Keep them. And it's because. Well, we won't go into that. We've gone into it in a few other podcasts, but you know, <laughs> it, it just, it's so competitive, like so competitive. Uh, I don't, I don't, I know nobody was prepared for this, you know, and maybe there has been a few people, a few percentage of businesses that were prepared for this, but the pandemic was up, down, up, down. And then for the businesses where their services or products were, um, in demand because of the pandemic. I mean, they were like score gold mine, cha-ching. <laughs> and then they go, Oh, we can't find talent. Oh, what now? What? There's like nothing to cash in on because you don't have the staff to make or produce the stuff. Then that gold mine just goes away. Wendy, it's funny. You go there office vibe office vibe has found that 60% of employers are extremely concerned with the cost of unfilled positions. And according to the Aberdeen Group, 66% of companies with onboarding programs claimed a higher rate of successful assimilation of new hires into company culture. 62% had higher time to productivity ratios and 54% reported higher employee engagement overall. But that thought of the cost of the unfilled positions, that plays directly into what you're talking about. It absolutely is. And then I'm going to ask some questions of, of Nicole on onboarding since that, that stat was there. But it really is. You know, I was talking to a client yesterday who I'm uh, helping fill a position. And I was like, hey, we need to go put this ads out in a few more places, you know, that were relevant for that position. And it was, and they didn't disagree, but it was like, I got to get this approved by finance. And I'm like, well, let finance know that the position is going to remain unfilled until they pay for this $500 job ad. <laughs> because the candidates that I got right now are far and few between, very le- not qualified. We need to go to this other place. 
um, to find the, you know, find the ads. And so he's like, okay, he's like, can you put that in writing? Cause he didn't really know what, I mean, he kind of knew what I was talking to. He's, he's filling in for an HR, uh, lack of HR right now. And, but uh, it does blow my mind. We're going to decline a $500 ad, but we're going to leave this position unfilled, which is going to cost us probably $500,000. <laughs> Nicole, do you see those same things? Oh yeah. I've, I've worked with clients who, uh, they, they couldn't open up, uh, uh, start, a, uh, an online, uh, program because they didn't have the, the in- instructors to teach the program. So it, it definitely impacts, uh, that not having that talent, uh, and finding the, the right talent and that the job ads, yes, uh, the job ads are, are definitely, if you don't, pay a certain amount, uh, these days your, your ad isn't going to get noticed on some of these job sites. So it's, yeah, like Wendy said, you really do have to put that investment into your talent acquisition process and recruitment process. So real quick, while we have a little bit of time left in this first episode, going out to the both of you, whoever wants to take it first and then whoever's second, well, if you're not first, you're last. So here it goes. Okay. (laughs) When we think about that proper onboarding, and when your growth is going fast, what are some of the top five things or top few things that you would like to toss out there for people to consider? Nicole, you're the onboarding expert. Hi. Yeah. Top five things when or you're onboarding. Yeah. Uh, definitely having a, a streamlined onboarding process. So after the recruitment and selection process is over, having it run smoothly into that onboarding process, making it engaging and fun and keeping those candidates and future employees engaged before they start uh, on their first day. And then on their first day, making sure that they have a really valuable uh, experience, that they learn more about the culture, the mission, their position. So there's an HR component and there's also a department component too into onboarding. So HR needs to have a nice onboarding system in place. And then the department needs to have a system in place too, so that employees aren't lost uh, as soon as they start in your organization. Uh, So I would say having a, a streamline onboarding process and this onboarding process can really last a year or even up to two years. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's it's not just, uh, oh, one day, here, here's my new yep. employee. <laughs> That's exactly what I was just going to say before we wrapped up, up uh, yeah. episode one here is, you know, people think onboarding is the first day or the first week. And it's like, no, that's just new hire paperwork, which, by the way, can be done by technology before they even start if they're a salaried employee or in the first couple hours. But yeah, really need to look at your onboarding practices and realize that it's not just the the first day of hire or the the first week. You need to get an expert involved, an expert like Nicole Griffin here that can help you get involved and say, let's fix the onboarding process because we just spent a good, you know, a billion dollars. That's not real number (laughs) to get this person in and we want them to stay and we want them to stay engaged. So with that said, we will be right back with episode two of this session with best practices for small companies who are about to explode. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.